Life Wealth's uh, next podcast. Um, specifically today, we are talking about coronavirus and uh, the short-term, medium-term outlook for uh, markets, investments, portfolios, and uh, everything that goes into that. Uh, with me today, as always, is uh, James Vandaloo, Life Wealth's head of our investment committee. Good morning, Jason. How are we? Uh, I'm very well. Uh, I expect you're very well. You've just come back from three days leave, which was a difficult time to be on leave, of course, and uh, rolling in on a Monday morning. Yeah, uh, pretty much you can rest assured if I take a holiday, markets uh, markets go a little, little crazy. That's something for us all to be aware of going forward, but I certainly know you're on the phone talking to clients and, uh, and putting information together for us and doing some background work over that three days as well. And I know you and I spoke last night and, and sort of talked through that as well. So um, we just thought it was a really good opportunity to, to, to get this podcast out to our clients. Uh, and, you know, I guess, where are we now? Uh, what's changed since we last uh, recorded a podcast, um, specifically in relation to coronavirus and, as I said, you know, impact on portfolios and markets and things like that. So that's the question. What's changed? Yeah, well, the, the truth is over the last week, there hasn't been a whole lot of new news. I think it's more the fact the market has really started to think about what's been going on and got itself into a bit of a bit of a panic uh, why is that? It's probably come to the realisation, maybe people in the US thought, oh, this was going to be another Asian thing and it was going to be regionally contained. And now seeing outbreaks in the Middle East, Europe, uh, other people infected, even in North America, they're starting to get their head around the fact that uh, this is going to be a global issue and it's probably not going to go away quickly. So that leads to uncertainty about how long supply chains are blocked up for, how long are we stuck in this uh, this this rut that we're in at the moment. So um, I think that is really um, why the markets started to panic. Um, it looks to me like there is going to be more uh, breakouts. What we genuinely still don't know is... Um, what they will be like, because if you look at Singapore and Hong Kong, they've had very small clusters. They got on top of it quickly and have been able to control it. Then you've got the cases like Iran, uh, Italy, and and even South South Korea, where it's a little bit out of control. It's growing quickly. And the market's trying to work out, are these going to be the next Wuhan, where you're going to have huge cities quarantined and shut off for a long time, again, further disrupting economic activity? Or will it be like Singapore and Hong Kong, will they get on get on top of it? And the truth is we don't know the answer and the market is um, is really wrestling with that issue at the moment. Yeah, look, that, that, that makes real sense. I mean, it's also, you know, we mentioned this in the last podcast and I think it's absolutely worth mentioning here again today. You know, our, our conversation is in, in this podcast is around the economic impacts and the portfolio impacts and the uh, uh, market impacts, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, clearly there is a human price being paid. Um, clearly it is, you know, it's, it's emotionally impacting, particularly in those countries you mentioned, Iran, South Korea, um, China, obviously, um, and Italy. So there's an emotional impact as well. And, and certainly you start hearing words like pandemic and that, that, that leads to obvious stress, um, panic, um, and that real emotional drive. And it obviously drives sensationalized press and all those sorts of things. So, so we absolutely acknowledge, of course, we do that there's a human cost. Mm. Um, you know, we're really focused on that sort of, uh, if it, for the purposes of today, that, you know, portfolio. Yeah, ab- absolutely. And why the 
WHO isn't calling it a pandemic. In my personal view, it is. Mm. It's, it's in 60 countries. Mm, yeah. It's in 60 countries now. Yeah. So um, clearly it's... Um, it's gotten out of control from from Asia. Yeah, without a doubt. Um, so, so I think you know many of the people who listen to the podcast. I think it's 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 pretty clear that you know a lot of people are really taking a. You know, it's hard not to. It's hard to escape the news that's coming about. So I'd imagine you know many of the people listening today would be would be really well informed about um, coronavirus and where it's at today. I guess the next question is you know what's next. Um, you and I talked last night uh, and this morning about. You know, Trump's pushing pretty hard and the analysts are talking about the Fed potentially dropping by, you know, a full 1% either in an emergency meeting in the next few days or, or mid-month with a scheduled meeting. Um, you know, my take on markets is, you know, intraday, you're actually seeing uh, uh, yeah, a, an upward trend and, and some positive momentum on the markets, but then people are taking those profits and getting out again. So it's, uh, you know, you get this sudden downshift it then kicks up for a while, and then it has, it's almost like a sudden downshift again at the end of the day. So, so what do you think's next? Um, I actually think we're going to have to hold on to our hats for a little while. Again, I don't think this is going to be a long-term event, but certainly I think the next few months are looking pretty tricky. Uh, markets have gone risk off. They've voted with their feet and people are reducing risks in portfolios. So when you've got a whole heap of people pressing a sell button and wanting to de-risk in the short term, there's no buyers on the other side. Mm. So um, you almost hit air pockets in yeah. markets. Um, S&P 500 was off a little bit over 10% last week. Uh, Australia was down about the same. Now that doesn't now mean we've got super cheap markets. Mm. Um, markets have been not cheap for quite a few years. So 10% off doesn't really change a whole lot. So it's not cheap enough yet where you're going to have bargain buyers come in with a with a longer term view. So I think um, we're going to go through a bit of a rocky patch until there's a little bit more certainty on the outlook. Um, governments haven't helped around the world. It, it appears very few governments are actually telling the truth on stats and that gets people worried. Um, was an example of Thailand. Thailand reported 35 cases uh, about a week ago and it hasn't gone up. Um, is that true or are they terrified about a quarantine event destroying their tourism industry? So people aren't really aren't really sure. They're not believing believing the stats. So until there's a little bit more certainty on that. There's, there's a similar feeling um, of disbelief about the stats that Indonesia is reporting as well. Um, I think from memory there's been a single case or there's been no cases reported in Indonesia, one of the world's most populous countries, clearly a lot of travel going between Indonesia and China. So mm. I know um, from a couple of articles I've read on the ground domestically and internationally there's some, some doubt about the, the veracity of those numbers. Um, and, you know, we've, I think uh, I read the first uh, fatality in America yesterday um, and one of the things about America, there's certainly this commentary from Trump as a prime example, it's all good, nothing to worry about, we've got it under control, um, but they aren't really testing for it. That's so, exactly So you right. don't know the data. That, 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 that's exactly right. Um, that's where I think the short-term risk to markets to the downside is, is if we start uh, seeing a bit of a breakout in the US. Because as I said, they, they think they're magically... Uh, immune, immune. Yeah. because uh, they are the US. Um, I, I don't think so. And, and as you're saying, testing, it, 
the anecdotal evidence is it's already there. Mm. So um, once that starts getting reported in the headlines, I think that probably causes a bit more panic on what consequences that that will have um, in the US. So how much more downside and and selling? I genuinely have no idea um, because. As we said, when markets get into this mode, uh, it goes purely on emotion, fear and, fear and greed. So, um, but what I do see is we're going to get a few more bad headlines. Two weeks ago, the market was shrugging off those headlines and looking through things with a six-month view. Generally, markets are forward-looking. Uh, now the pants are on fire. So mm-hmm. there's a little bit of panic. Um, I'm not sure how much more downside but if you if you made me place a bet short term up or down from here um, short term is down um, I think equities are hard though because they are they are, they are so um, emotion driven emotion yeah. driven and you're going to get policy response mm. um, I think it's much easier on interest rates and and currency to be honest uh, I think the US dollar is going to strengthen, to safe haven. Yeah, of course. I think interest rates uh, are going to fall. The market is already doing that. Mm. So I don't think it'll be too long before there is central bank in- intervention trying to come to the rescue. Yeah. Um, they can't fix it, though. Short mm. term, they cannot fix a supply shock from a, a health event. Yeah. Mr. Trump can't do a deal with China. Um, the shop's shut. They're really just term. trying to change... You talked about it before emotion driven fear and greed. They're just trying to change the emotion. That that's exactly yeah. right. So um, it, it it will come, and I do believe with health events like this, we will we will get on top of this eventually. Mm. I just don't know if that's um, if that's a, a few months away yeah. or or weeks. Um, but in the in the meantime, I think the world's going to have to. Uh, have to get to learn to live with this. Yeah, I think, I so think it's out there to a point where it's pretty unlikely it's going to be eradicated. Yeah, and um, it may be a, a seasonal event going mm. forward. However, probably by season two, there's a vaccine. Yeah, um, and then there's there's less there's less fear about it. Yeah, that's fair call. I mean, the other really interesting thing as well um, you talked just before about. Um, you know, the market kind of shrugged it off in the early days and now it's reacting emotion, all those sorts of things. I mean, the, the, the correlation between um, markets over the last 10 days and the actual um, uh, trend line of new cases in China, they're just, there's no correlation between them at all. Mm-hmm. Um, the market's continuing to push down. Um, as you said, there's some potential that continues to happen. The, the new cases reporting out of China has plateaued for the last sort of 10 days. So the period of time where it was rising, rising, new cases being reported, the market was holding up. Now that it's actually plateaued in China, it doesn't change the fact that that same trend line of early reporting of cases in other countries is obviously on the up. The Chinese trend line's actually plateaued for a reasonable proportion of time now. Yeah, I think the market fear there is, do they have to do what Wuhan did? And- yeah. And quarantine, mm-hmm. and that really slows things down. In yeah, the, sure. In in the short term. Yeah. So um, so yeah, short term risks are certainly certainly raised. Yeah. Um, we were probably going to be looking at a slowdown of the global economy in in twenty twenty one. It's it's happening earlier. Yeah. 
does something come through to um, to get us through this? Probably yes. So base case here is still not um, this is now the end of the cycle shock, but it certainly is uh, causing some, some short-term hags. And as we said a few weeks ago when we chatted, we knew uh, Q1 data was going to be horrible. Yeah. Um, we thought it would go into Q2. That's looking quite, uh, quite likely. Um, how much further the data is poor and the slowdown, that's the thing that we... We, we don't really know yet. Yeah. Um, so um, we'll be watching keenly to um, to see how future outbreaks are, um, are dealt with. Does it look like Singapore mm. and Hong Kong or like Wuhan? And that's really going to determine um, how bad economically this gets. Yeah, it makes perfect sense. So, so I guess the, the final point I think today for, for the podcast is um, you know, portfolio considerations, um, how how we're thinking about that, what we think the next steps are, and I guess you know what's been on the the impact on our broad portfolios to now, just as a as I guess a, a place to finish on. Yeah. So as we said, short term, I think there's going to be more pressure for the equity component of portfolios. Now. Obviously, we're talking about a client base, and everybody's slightly different. But generally, with our portfolio construction, um, most people aren't crazy overweight equities. You know, not because we thought there was a an event coming, mm. just more the fact that they've probably been pretty expensive for for a few yeah, years. Exactly right. Yeah. So um, and we assume there'd be some sort of downturn in the future. We didn't think it'd be event driven by a global pandemic. However, yeah. So. Um, so in your typical balanced portfolio, um, a 10% drawdown in, a, in an equity piece that's less than 50% of a portfolio um, might be equivalent to a 5% drawdown mm. at the moment. But on the other side, the fixed income assets have, have rallied mm. um, and gone up. And the, the reason that is, is because the, the US is actually pricing in four rate cuts now mm. over the next... 12 months. So uh, the Fed is likely going to come and cut rates uh, to align with that market market pricing. Um, China's going to stimulate hard. Mm. So um, so we know even in bear markets, things don't go straight down and you get some news. So um, we're not panicking to a point and saying people should get out of their equity position uh, because on a two or three year view, I think they're still going to do uh, quite fine from from here, yes. even though there's some more downside risk yes. in the short term. If anyone's feeling particularly nervous and they wanted to reduce a little bit, they're feeling like they're a little bit too exposed, it's not too late to do that because there certainly is risk, as I said, things can get lower from here. But... Um, as I said, with that balanced portfolio, with the fixed income and some of the other things, I actually did a did a run over the weekend and looked, and you know, people down two and a half to three and a half percent on their portfolio in a eleven percent drawdown week. Yeah. So um, obviously, it's not great, but we're not talking about um, numbers that are going to really materially change the way um, the way people need to live or the cash flow the portfolio produces. It's a singular example of the power of diversification in a short time frame. Correct. Yeah. 
So if you're overweight uh, equities badly, you probably um, want to come and have a chat with your advisor. Mm. But for most people with a medium to longer term view, we're happy to hold the uh, hold the quality stuff. Yeah, I mean, look the overall the overall summary of all that from a, an advisor client level. Um, you know, we're, we're here. We're we're here to chat. Um, we're we're here to converse and discuss how people are feeling because we know that uh, you know what we do as advisors is is not simply about investment return. It's a significant component of what we do, but it's about strategy. It's about understanding what matters to you as a client and giving you that peace of mind. So that's the part where we're always here for a conversation. Um, that's why we want to get this podcast out today and give a bit more depth to where we are and what we're thinking. Um, but we're always on the end of the line to have a chat. Yeah, absolutely. But do we think there is going to be an imminent, imminent uh, economic catastrophe be- because of this virus? Still, the answer is no. Um, but we do have to be aware uh, the market's panicking a bit and that can feed on itself. So it's going to be a rocky ride for a little while. Yeah, no doubt. Okay, so I think we we might leave that there today. Um, No doubt we'll be talking again soon on another podcast. Um, But uh, as I said, um, we're we're here at the end of the line. If anyone wants to pick up the phone and have a chat, advisors are always here uh, ready to have that conversation. Um, Thank you, James, and uh, let's uh, have a good week. Let's hope it's a little bit better than last week. Indeed. Thank you. Thanks.